Okay, welcome to Because We Are Dorks, the uh, quarterly podcast. Oh, I thought for a second I didn't have a mic on. What's wrong? What's up? Mm-hmm. You good? Mm-hmm. Yeah? I probably shouldn't eat moon cheese while we're recording. Probably not. I'm going to put that away. Or popcorn. Mmm, popcorn. I love popcorn. Do you want to go eat popcorn? <laughs> I'm just, just going to eat the rest of this episode. Um. So what's up, man? Long time no see. What did we talk about last? What was our last episode? Um. Wasn't how we have like three thousand. Oh yeah, people. the the Facebook thing. So are we um? Are we giving up on that entirely, or just like? I mean, we had a good run. <laughs> you you experimented with it for a while. Yeah, it was more. I mean, it's not like I mean we're not giving up on it. It was more just I ran out of. Um, ideas, yeah, for things to it's, post. It still doesn't. It still doesn't really make sense to me. But I guess it's some kind of algorithm, right? That certain yeah. pictures and stuff get moved into. I, mean, the I algorithm. think it's just one of those know. things. Like I don't think that there's probably a lot of those people that are listening to the podcast. Mm-hmm. I think it's one of those things where it's people that just like a Facebook page because they saw something one time that they liked and yeah. just kind of hit the like button. Yeah, Facebook's weird. Like, I mean, everything is like memes now and real fast content. So I mm-hmm. don't think that they probably. At least on Facebook, right? Probably not. Yeah. Yeah. I think it's probably like, oh, yeah, they see like a funny picture. It's. Mm hmm. Yeah, and they might think they're liking the picture, but they actually end up liking the page, you know. Or if after a couple times they do see things they like, they end up just hitting like on it. Anyway, uh, so to all you on the Facebook page, we're giving up on you. Um, Maybe unless you, I don't know. We're giving up on you. Yeah. I don't, I never really thought that we would ever build anything. Yeah, that. Um, but build like a following of any significant portion. I don't know that sounds bad, but I I also don't really want that too much. You know what I mean? I do think it would be nice to to have people who who listen to the show and like get an inside joke, and that that would be about that would be for me would be like, man, we've arrived. Like somebody listens to the show and gets some kind of inside joke. Although we don't have a lot of recurring inside jokes, we just laugh at something once and then pretty much forget about it but so we need some reoccurring jokes let us know if you have any and we'll steal them what are we going to talk about this week you know what we're talking there's a couple of things and i want to know which one you want to talk about because i do think we could probably split it into two unless you really do want to just do one episode with both things in it let's do the one thing and then we can do the other thing later but then i do have another thing that i want to talk about well let's start with the most important thing star wars (laughs) Right, is that the one you were thinking about? No. You were thinking no, about Star Wars. Okay, good. <laughs> because it's timely and it's topical, and I love Star Wars. Topical appointment. Yes. Um, so, what do you want to do with it, though? Because I feel like everybody's talked about... I, I don't think, know, do you want to talk about the trailer I think, in depth? Or... I think Rey is Palpatine's daughter. I actually hate that 
it bought up all these theories again because I was so sick of them when it came to The Last Jedi. Like, and then and nobody's theory ended up being right. And that was on purpose, though. Like, I think, he, I think they did I think that on purpose. Ray was but... the one that he meant to get. And then he ended up with Kylo. And because I think that Ray was his. Are you serious about this theory, or you just think it's kind of cool? Both. I don't know. So, so I guess like, the I way guess... I'm doing it is I'm basically just going with every theory that I see from like here until the okay. movie comes out. Like, right, right. It's just like that's what's gonna happen. So <laughs> if you haven't watched the trailer yet, go watch the trailer and then come back. I don't think we're gonna like deconstruct it, right? But the episode nine trailer came out yesterday. Uh, it's called Rise of Skywalker. I keep wanting to say Rise of the Skywalker, but that's not Rise of Skywalker. There's no S, right? Not Skywalkers. So, of course, everybody's everybody's a buzz. Um, I do think that there's a sect of people who are thinking that J.J. Abrams hates what happened in The Last Jedi, and he's going to retcon the whole thing, and she is going to be a Skywalker or some connected to the family. And I think those people are probably going to be disappointed. I don't think he's going to do that. I think he's going to retcon some of it. Like, I mean, putting the lightsaber back together obviously putting the helmet Kylo Ren's helmet back together that was kind of like yes he's kind of retconning that a little bit but like he's not gonna bring Luke back to life he'll be there like as a force ghost or whatever but I don't think he's gonna come back to life and be like oh just kidding (laughs) none of that actually happened um but I wouldn't be surprised if we see Snoke return in a way and I do think that's connected to the Palpatine thing my current theory is that they're the same person. That Snoke is Palpatine in a different form. And they killed him and he's able to come back somehow and he did. What would be awesome is if he does come back again this time as and that's Matt Smith's character as like a younger version of him but then with the laugh that's his vo- I don't know. I don't know. I don't know. Uh, I mean, it'd be interesting. Like, I wonder how they're going to make that work anyway. Because if he actually, if the Emperor actually is back, Palpatine actually is back. Like, the actor's probably dead by now, isn't he? So you watched the trailer, the reveal, right? The live thing. I watched some. Like, I had to pause it. Did you see right after the first trailer? The trailer aired. No. I mean, okay, so they aired the trailer. Yeah. Everybody was clapping. Goes back. There's a guy standing there, and he says, "Roll it again." That's Palpatine. He says, roll it again. That's the guy who plays Palpatine in the prequels. You didn't see that part? No, I like, yeah. paused it. I turned it off. Oh, you turned it off? Yeah. yeah I think. So he, the, the trailer ends. It cuts back to everybody in there. Everybody's clapping. And then a guy walks on stage. And it's the guy who plays Palpatine in the prequels. Hmm. And he, everybody's just hooping and hollering, going crazy. And he stands there for a bit and lets it die down. And then he goes, roll it again and it, and then everybody lost their mind so it pretty much like that was kind of confirming yes you thought you heard palpatine and it definitely is because here's ian mcdermott who played him in the prequels anyway but i was thinking it would be like the guy that played him in the original um no mcdermott i think it might go crazy sometimes i go crazy uh I think I might be going crazy. Who's? Yeah, he's an orthopedic surgeon. I must be wrong. Anyway, um, Ian McShane, I think, is here. 
uh, Ian McDermott, I just spelled it wrong. Yeah. Uh, no, actually, he was... Wasn't he the emperor in the original one, too? Because he's very orthopedic old. Orthopedic surgeon. And an orthopedic <laughs> surgeon. I just spelled the name wrong. So, um, But anyway, yeah, he came out on the stage actually looking pretty good for his age, too. Like, he's aged pretty well. Yeah, he's played the emperor in uh, Return of the Jedi and then episode three. Oh. Uh, and one and two, of course, he played Palpatine. But, Interesting. Uh, yeah, yeah. And I think the first time he should now the first time he shows up in Empire Strikes Back, it's not Ian McDermott. It's somebody else I don't remember. But he only showed up in that hologram for a little while. So when he got a bigger part, that I think they recast him at that point. Um, any Star Wars fans out there, if that's wrong, let me know. But yeah, uh, every everywhere is saying he returns as the Emperor in Star Wars Nine. So now could be it could be that they're gonna do some kind of flashback. Uh, there's also talk about Hayden Christensen's been very quiet lately, and some people Hayden, have seen him he around. Will not come back. He not is not so come over. Not come back as like live, but as a force ghost. As as him. I don't think he would. I don't think that he would have anything more to do with Star Wars. I think you'd be surprised. I think you would. I think you would. Fix your microphone. I'm trying to get it to stay correctly, and it's just not there. No, see, every time I get it right where it needs to be, it moves. I think we're good. Are we good? No. Well, cause... See, I need to get new, anyway, everything. Um, yeah. But no, no, I think you'd be surprised. I think he would. And I think it's very likely that he will. I think that Luke's line about no one's ever really gone, I think that's a big, I think that's a big uh, tell. I think there's going to be a lot of people who were considered dead coming back. We've already seen Yoda come back. I don't think it's much of a stretch to see more of those people come back, especially if they have to fight off the Emperor, you know, or, you know, whatever this big dark side evil thing is. We've never seen a, like, the Force Ghosts can't do anything. Like, I mean, or, I mean, maybe they can. We Yoda burn the tree with lightning. They can do, they can definitely do things. Whether or not they do is a different story. Yeah. But they can definitely affect the outside world. But I think it's kind of one of those things where they choose not to because they, they know more why, than we maybe do. Maybe that was why know? they did that because it was like because it's like before Yoda did that, like we had never like we'd seen Force Ghosts come back as like mentors, mm-hmm. which I would get. But like right. even if like they're building an army to go after the Emperor or whatever, yeah. like before well, we would have been like, well, they can't do anything. But now it's like, oh, Yoda can still use like lightning or right. whatever. I mean, if you're connected with the Force, Which then... the fact that Yoda can use lightning is kind of Isn't weird, that... Right? That is, that totally is a lot of... Yep, a lot of people were talking about that. Like, wait a minute. So now all of a sudden it's okay for Jedi to use well, lightning. I mean, it was never, but wouldn't it be, right? I don't think that it was ever, like, against the... Exactly. I, you, you know more about it than I do, but yeah. I don't think it was ever against the rules for Jedi to it, use lightning. It just wasn't a thing that... They're, they, it yeah. wasn't their style. Like, they weren't, well, like... You're getting a call. Is that you? Sorry. If you think about it, um. Yeah. What? Okay. Pause. Good. Yep. Okay. All good. Okay. So if you think about okay, it. Right, so back to what I was. Yeah. Saying, uh, here. Let's. No. Go ahead. Ow. Sorry. <laughs> well, I wanted to have a. Okay. Hang on. Let's again. both do it so I can see the spike on both mics. Ready? So, but yeah, it was never a thing that we had seen before was the Jedi, but like, I don't think it was, it just wasn't like, 
it, it would be like, oh, that might be a bad example, but like cops using brutal force. <laughs> like it so wasn't. As far, as far as I can tell, it's basically like there isn't really any powers that are straight up forbidden. Yeah. But it depends on what you do with it. So force lightning is like it is really it's only, only made to one hurt people. Thing. Right. Yeah. I mean, unless you use it to burn down a tree or something that, you yeah. know, which. They probably wouldn't be too because, cool like, the anyway, force but, is you know. like the force doesn't decide like, oh, you're you're a right. Jedi, you get this power. Well, you're a Sith, you use this power. I think they're just trained to use the, exactly like yeah. Sith are trained to use the most hurtful part of the force. Right. Jedi are trained to use the mo- most passive, peaceful the, part of the force, which would be like mind control. And, right. But, you know, it's not specifically hurting. Right. I mean, I mean, you could argue that it does, mind but control. I yeah. mean, mind control really steps on like a, a it's it's a gray it's area. A, yeah. Because like, it's like, it depends, again, it depends on your reason for using it and whether or not you're hurting the person. Yeah. So if you think about, I think we think sometimes too much about force powers being a thing. It's not. Yeah. It's like the same power you use to levitate like, a rock. The force is a force. Like, you, right. it's not like, it's not a deciding thing. It's like mm-hmm. you can do whatever you yeah. can learn to do with it. Yeah. Like, it's not a, you know, it, it's not a it's a control thing it's not mm-hmm. a it's not a power thing it's the same power you use to lift a rock as the same power you use to squeeze someone's throat yeah so i don't i don't it's not like magic where you have a spell it's towards like you do this thing and then it choke someone so that you you go ahead yeah, and, and forbid like Darth that Vader spell. doing the finger thing isn't what caused the choking either like it's right. like it's like a conduit but like that's what he did to do it but like he some people don't I mean, even like, have to use the you can just yeah yeah like you i mean just look at him and yeah or because and we know that because uh what's his name was it vader like in and like rogue one i think it was choked the guy and he wasn't even he did when he turned around his hand was kind of like that well no no, no. But... i mean like the guy Oh, ad- yeah, the admiral guy. The he first did. guy, because he was trying to like run away or something, and like mm-hmm. all of a sudden, like a hologram yeah. like popped up or whatever. I look at it the same as so, like, Harry Potter. Yeah, where the, the young wizards, the right? Yeah. And the young wizards have to say the name of the spell, but later on, as they get better and as there's older wizards and yeah. stuff, they're just you know shooting and it does what they want. So yeah, it's just like a the hand motion is not necessary. Just yeah. I mean, Luke told her that. When he's like, reach out, and she like reaches out with her hand, and he's like, "Come on, Dear like my. that's not what I meant." <laughs> so I don't. It, it's kind of like if Yoda used lightning, he used it in a correct way. Yeah, he used but it in a way. In that any other Jedi fashion, yeah, in any other fashion, like you wouldn't use it. So it's like as long as you're not harming someone. But now, like, so you read like the expanded works and all that, and I know that Some they're not it, yeah. canonical anymore. But yeah. was there ever a point where like the Jedi went to war? Like, was there? I mean, was yeah. I mean, was there a time where they like did that? And like the basic, basically, when you come into Episode One. And some of my history oh, yeah, I mean, like the is Clone a little Wars, off. But I mean, like, well, no, 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 like the reason why the Jedi were the people they were, the guardians of peace in the galaxy, is because there was a giant Sith war before that. Hmm. And the reason why they knew who the Sith was and they knew that they were a threat and all this. So there was a lot. There was actually a lot of war before that. I mean, that's Knights of the Old Republic. Yeah. That's the the Old Republic uh, video game, the MMO, like all of that kind of stuff. So yeah, I mean, there was times where as long as they're acting. As long as they're acting in protection of people, then they can go to war. But it's like they can't just needlessly But I wonder like what, their, like what their morals are during wartime. 
Like, I wonder if they'd be like, like, use lightning at discretion, like, fire at I mean, will. Like, if you're in a duel with like if, somebody. Like, if Yoda's going after Palpatine, you think Yoda's going to turn up some yeah. force lightning? Well, it used to be that in order to turn, to tap into a power that was considered a dark side power, you had to use a little bit of anger. Like, yeah. well, and it wasn't so much that anger did it. It's just, it was quicker. Yeah. It was like, if you tapped into anger, you could get there quicker, but you could also get there by yeah, just doing things the anger, right way. Anger leads to right. Whatever. Yeah. It was, it was the quick path. It wasn't, it wasn't so much, it wasn't so much that that power can only be accessed by anger, but you can do it quicker. So during a duel, if you're angry at someone, then you can tap into it faster, which is why the dark side guys used it more than the light side guys did. Mm. Because it was quicker. They were you know, it's like already we there. could stand yeah. here and duel and flip over each other, or That's I could just zap you. Cap. Yeah, I'm, I'm always, always angry. That's such a good line. Really is. We we should talk about and all. And he we never should talk became about, the Hulk again. We should talk about all the <laughs> Avengers stuff once we see Endgame uh, because. Oh that's gosh, still, that whole character, his whole character is pissing me off. I think it'll, I think it'll come I back. Mean, around. I know it's gonna resolve, but like. They had to take He's him out. He's the Hulk, and he hasn't been the Hulk in four, like four movies now. They, they had to take him out. They had to take him out of out of Infinity War. Otherwise, it wouldn't have it wouldn't have worked. Hulk's just too <laughs> like I know Thanos kind of beat beat his butt, but the Hulk with everyone else would have probably. Have you seen the fan theory about how Thanos is gonna be taken down? Of oh, the Ant Man stuff. <laughs> so good. It's not gonna happen. It's Did not gonna happen. Paul but it's kind of like. Paul Rudd posted a picture on on Twitter. So if you haven't heard the theory, it's Go that ahead. Thanos Go is going to be taken down by Ant Man, yep. like crawling up his leg into his rear, area, uh, there you his nice his way to put it. bottom end, and then like climbing up inside of him, and then expanding to as large as he can possibly go. Thus ripping Thanos. I mean, in a way, he could do it. One. He could do it up his nose, like I mean, or yeah. his ear. You know, <laughs> that's the so thing. yeah, like anyway. he could do it that way. But no, so it. But so that's a theory. But like uh, Paul Rudd posted a picture on Twitter, and he's like, it was one of those like felt cute might delete later posts, and like mm-hmm. took a picture of himself. He's like, felt, felt cute might crawl up Thanos's butt later. Felt like might delete later. <laughs> like whatever. Oh no, it was really funny. Yeah. Anyway, but, we're yeah. talking Star Wars. Um, Sorry, yeah, but it's closely to, related. Yeah. Uh, well, yeah, where were we? So anger. Anyway, leads to yeah, lightning. Hate we were talking anger, about lightning. Anger leads to hate. And hate leads to the dark suffering. Uh, so, uh, but we were talking about Force Ghosts being able to actually do things, yeah. and they can. So, so that would be cool. If they know. got like a whole bunch of Force Ghosts to like he, go he after said, the. He said, "Thousands of generations live with you now." And like I, I do think it'd be really cool if they're facing the biggest evil the galaxy's ever seen, and so Force Ghost Luke comes up, Force Ghost Anakin comes up, like, like Obi Wan, Qui Gon, like Yoda, all these guys come Qui-Gon. up behind him. You and McGregor, like, mm-hmm. kind of like that scene from that Lord would of the tie Rings. Back in, that would tie back into his voice in, mm-hmm. in Force Awakens. So kind of like uh, the end of Return of the King, where he yeah. comes in with the Ghost Army, like that. Like that could be. Pretty, that could be pretty cool. And, and that was a like, theory uh, back before The Last Jedi came out, that that's how this was all going to end. I had read it before. I read so many theories before The Last Jedi. And they just the, the Force to, like, rip them Yeah, apart. like, he's... So, basically... They couldn't obviously wield lightsabers. Like, that would be... Right. So, they would have to I use, think, like... I think we're going to be beyond lightsabers at the point where you're battling the Emperor. But think of it this way. So... The everybody who's good, they See, become one with the force, then right? Would that be overkill though? Because like if you have like a thousand generations maybe. of 
maybe. But think of it this way. So all the good Jedi. Like if you have every Jedi that's ever died yeah. come back as a Force ghost, like they're going to be able to kill him. So far, the rule seems to be that if you're a good person or you redeem yourself towards the end, then you get to be one with the Force, right? So what happens if you are a Force user and you don't redeem yourself and you don't become one with the Force? What happens to you? Nothing. You don't ever die. You're immortal. Maybe. Maybe that's why Palpatine's still alive. So if no one ever truly is gone, that would also mean the dark side. Unless there's a way for the light side to purge it, which would mean like they'd have to fight each other, basically. I don't know. I don't know how that all is going to play out, but it's kind of interesting. I want to see a scene where Palpatine's on one side, Skywalker Force Ghost on the other side. They run at each other, uh-huh. and it's like the like the end of the Matrix when Neo mm-hmm. runs at the agent and then mm-hmm. like jumps into him and then like blows. Like, I just got an idea, and then that's what creates like the good versus evil merge is what creates the Gray Jedi. That was what I was just thinking. <laughs> so, so they are always talking like, about balance. There's always one inside, like uh, like one of the forced like ghosts. Like sa- like sacrifice himself to live inside of Palpatine to be like his conscience. Mm-hmm. So, so you're a good person. You go to Jedi heaven, basically, right? And if you're bad at you this go to point, Sith hell. well, at this point, they've never expressed what happens to you if you're a bad person. So, what if you because because the Jedi or the light side has pulled has broken itself away, basically, and just kind of created its own little habitat just for good people so now you have all the bad people who can't get into the good people place so they're just kind of basically they can never die and that's one of the you know quote-unquote benefits of becoming a dark side user is that you learn to control life and death which is what palpatine told anakin that you learn to control life and death now now I, I believe nobody really truly should live forever because I think that's torment in and of itself. But what if all those dark side people I never think that died? Might be a little too far. Well, I mean, and I say died, like their body probably well, right. died, right? No, but I get what you're but saying. they didn't become one with the force. And so the way to actually end this whole thing is for the light side to finally accept the dark side and bring it back into itself and create balance again with both light and dark. So far, the light side's pulled itself away, right? And they've made this clear line. You're a good Jedi and you're a bad Jedi. But if they do away with that, the dark side can become one with the Force again. And maybe that purifies it, right? I mean, I like the... How the hell did I do that? What'd you do? I just typed the Omega symbol. What? Like, I literally, (laughs) in the search bar, just typed the Omega. I don't know... (laughs) There's no cursed. Omega button on the keyboard. You're cursed. I think I hit You had to hit alt. It's like an alt code. Oh, like, it's command Z. That's pretty cool. Neat. Now it's just gonna be all over your Facebook. <laughs> anyway. Sorry. <laughs> that was uh, but yeah, that could be a way of I mean, talking like, about the balance. I right? like the idea, but I think that's just I think that I, I don't think that they I don't I don't know. I don't know if they're thinking that big with it. Like that. And the the prophecy of Anakin was that he brings balance to the Force, and so far, sure doesn't seem like the Force is in balance at all. 
Because it seems like it's back and forth. The good guys win, then the bad guys win, then the good guys win again, then the bad guys win. So if you want to put an end to that, you have to balance everything out. Yeah. It could be a really different way of looking at the force after something like that would happen. Because it's like, yes, there will probably still be some people who are bad. Like, I don't think you're ever going to get rid of that. But the whole dark side, light side thing would be probably a little blurrier, a little more gray. Right? What were the gray Jedi like used for? A thought that so the gray Jedi like in what expanded they, like, what canon. What were their job? Like so, what did they do? Like I never liked the gray Jedi because they weren't really a thing. I'm trying to even remember if there was if it was ever really a thing. I think there might have been. It seemed like it was like a cool plot device for some people to use. Where it's like, ooh, they're not the dark side or light side. Sometimes they're bad. Sometimes they're good. And it's like, that's, I don't know. That's why they've never, the gray Jedi were never part of the canon, like the official canon anyway. They're always expanded universe stuff. Because it's just kind of, I get what they're trying to do. They're trying to make you think like moral, in in a moral aspect, there's always gray areas, which is true. But it still at the end of the day seems more like a cop out. Like they just wanted to try to tell a different story than what we had. And I've never really, I don't know. It just seems like, I guess if I was going to play a, a, a star Wars D and D campaign, there'd always be that one guy who's like, I'm a gray Jedi. I'm not, I'm not bad, but I'm not good either. And it's like, okay, pick a side. Like, <laughs> you know, and it, what it sounds like is somebody who wants to be a good Jedi, but also wants to use force lightning. And wants to choke people occasionally. And it's like, well, but then that means you're bad. Because <laughs> if you hurt somebody, then you're bad. You yeah. know? But I don't know. I So the one thing I do think is going to happen, though, in this movie is it's not going to be as complicated as what we're talking about here. JJ is a very straightforward yeah, kind of guy. Like, and he's not going to want anyone who is not a hardcore Star Wars fan to be like, wait, what? He's already going to have a hard time with Palpatine. He's already going to have to probably sit down and say, okay, here's how he's here. If he truly is there. I think if they just present him as like a force ghost, then. But I don't know. I guess like what's the opposite of a force ghost, a force zombie? Like, I don't know how they're going to do that, but. It's going to be very simple. It's not going to be overly complicated. It's going to be like, here's all the answers to everything. I do still think that he's going to say, yes, Ray's parents are nobody. We might still meet them. We might still get to know who they are. But as far as connected to the story, I think they are just who they, who Kylo said they were. Because Kylo did not tell her who her parents were. He said, you know, you know who they are. Deep down, you know. And she said it. She said they're nobody. And he just said, you're right. So everyone's like, Kylo lied to her. And it's like, Kylo didn't tell her anything. He said, you know deep down what the truth is. And she said the truth. So it's like, I don't believe that that's a lie. I don't think he's going to retcon that. But I do think he might retcon, you know, the whole Snoke dying might be a little more complicated than what we originally thought. My thought. But anyway, yeah, it's a good trailer, though. It, It bought in a lot of, like, a lot of hype. And a lot of discussion about, and I've even seen some people who are very highly critical of The Last Jedi just say, okay, you got my interest. They're very cautious. The people who hate The Last Jedi really hate The Last Jedi. It isn't just they're like, you know, it was okay. It was they. They deserve it. So it's different than the way you hate The Last Jedi, though. We got to talk about this. Because, like, I know you don't really like The Last Jedi, and I understand the reasons why you don't. But 
it's not the same reasons why other people don't like The Last Jedi. The reasons some other people don't like The Last Jedi is very um, based on emotion and based on they didn't get what they wanted from either Luke Skywalker or, you know, what have you, which, yeah, I mean, it would have been cool to see Luke do more, but he's an old dude who's been on an island for years and years and years. Like, what did you expect him to do? Expect him to face down the entire First Order with the lightsaber, with the laser sword, and then he kind of does, but also doesn't. Um, But anyway... Um, but it's like, I don't lump you into that same camp because I think your concerns are more like, you know, <laughs> the Canto bite stuff was boring. Boring. It was too long. You know, it was like, that's the, the kind of stuff I'm like, boring. I'm like, yeah, okay. I get that. You're not one of the people who's like, I didn't like it because there's too many women in it or Ray is too powerful and it doesn't make any sense or her parents are nobody and she should be a Skywalker or I don't like Rose because she's a woman or, you know, like your concerns are not like other people's concerns. Um, so I think that JJ is going to make this movie very, it's going to be. It was really me- sweet how during the Star Wars celebration, the only yes. person that got a standing ovation was. Yeah. Her. I thought that was very, I thought that was very was really respectable of them yeah. because she did not deserve the crap no. that she got. She just didn't. Even if you didn't like her as a character, which I didn't particularly like, yeah. um, I thought it was okay. I mean, like, I it thought seems... she was a fine character. I didn't mm. think that she was, like, a breakout character. No, no, like, definitely I mean, not. I thought right. that her character was, like, neat to the story. I mean, I her when character... I'm watching it, I am not. I wasn't thinking I hate this person. Yeah. But, like, afterwards, I'm like, you know, I didn't really care too much for that role. But then other people were just, like, telling her to die. Oh, yeah, and, like, yeah. good grief, people. Like, yeah. get a grip. Anyway, so it's, I, I really like, think I episode nine is going like, to be. I don't think she's a Ray, but I definitely don't. No. Like, I don't think she's like a, like that, like that. But I mean, that wasn't what her character was supposed no. to be. So no. it's not, Yeah, you know, her character was supposed to add like a, another layer to Finn, which I think it right. did really well. So, yeah. yeah, I think it showed Finn that I think he was so obsessed with Ray to a degree that it showed him you have a life outside of her because everything up and for him up until that point was the first order. Right. And then he breaks out and he immediately meets Ray and he's like, this is my key to a new world. I'm not even so sure that he loves her per se in the way that like Hansel and Leia loved each other at one point. You know, I think it's more like he feels like he needs to be with her because she was just, she resembles what he was looking for a way out and connection to something bigger. And so I think by him also seeing, Oh, I can have this connection and be friends with other people. I do still miss Ray and I'm still going to hug her when she comes back. But I feel like he became independent, a little more independent at Mm -hmm. that point, even if he never ends up with, with Rose, which I don't think he should, but like, even if that it should teach him, you know, at the end of the last Jedi, like she's sitting over here and he's sitting over there with Rose. Like he didn't feel like he had to be attached to the hip at this with this woman, which is good because you don't want to be that guy who's like life is defined by some girl. Like you don't want that. I know it sounds great, but you don't want that. (laughs) You got to be your own person. I think that's what he learned in the last Jedi. But anyway, um, I think Palpatine is Vader's dad. Um, well, sort of. <laughs> he created him no, with the Force. I mean, he pretty much admitted to that in Episode 3. He said that his master learned how to create, to influence the midichlorians that create life, and he was born without a father. You remember that from the prequels? 
I remember the midichlorian thing. I don't remember the he was born so, without a father. You don't remember in episode one Sh- when Qui-Gon was talking to Shmi, his mom, and he was like, the boy is strong in the force. Who is his father? And she said, he doesn't have a father. He, I just, I got pregnant. It was an immaculate conception. You remember all that hype? Yeah, people were really mad because they're like, yeah, Jesus was born without, and it's like, guys, like, <laughs> it's sci-fi. Like, get over it. That's weird. Yeah, so he was, he was just, all of a sudden, she was just pregnant. And she bore him and doesn't know her father. And then in episode three, when they're sitting at that opera yeah, thing, like, he's I like, all that from yeah, three. I think he said, he said his master knew how to control the midichlorians to create life. And he looks over at him and Anakin's just like, <laughs> I don't, what? Huh? So I don't think it ever occurred to him, but he practically admitted to like, Hey dude, I created you. Cause he said he, he, his apprentice killed him and took that knowledge for himself, which is him. And so he, the emperor, which make, if he can create life, then throwing him down a shaft of the Death Star is not going to do it. It's not going to kill him. That's what I said. Somebody was like, somebody's like, he can't really, like, he cannot be back alive. And I was like, Darth Maul got cleaved in half and totally was back can. in like a week. Like, yeah. he's, like anything is know, possible. I was like, do you know how many shafts <laughs> Luke fell down and lived? Like, it's One, not that hard but, to do. <laughs> yeah, it's like, it's not. Like, and especially for someone who has such a control over believe, the force. I can't believe they yeah. haven't brought him back before well, this. And remember, the reason Anakin went to the dark side was because he promised him that he could show him how to cheat death yeah, and how to save Padme. And so she'd never die. Now, it ends up like he was lying to him because he knew that's what it would take to get him to turn to the dark side. But I, I don't think he was lying about the fact that he has that power. Yeah. So if Palpatine has that power, throwing him down a shaft isn't going to do it. And the fact that we even thought that that would do it is crazy. And the original idea for the next movie, because Lucas was going to make 7, 8, and 9. And the original idea was that Palpatine has clones. He has clones waiting in his dark side spirit, since it can't become one with the Force, can inhabit one of his clones and he can continue to come back. Now, I don't think that's what they're going to do here. I think they're probably more likely that he's some kind of dark side presence that isn't Wait, so doesn't really have a physical body, body i think his body died but i don't think he died hmm. and i think he's been doing something and it's got to be connected to snoke because snoke is way too powerful to have been we haven't seen snoke have any kind of power yeah we have we saw him zap the lightning we saw him lift ray up and just throw her around like a yeah, no, we Anybody saw him do it. could do that. He was the one who bridged their minds without even needing that to be we near know them. Of. We don't know. Like, I don't Palpatine have a reason to understand. could have been doing that the whole time. Well, but they, see, this is why I think. See, that's what I feel like. I feel like Snoke's going to turn out to be like a nobody. Like, I, I feel think, like Palpatine's been right. like, I feel like Palpatine set him up to be like this big bad. Like, he gave him power. It's like, mm-hmm. um,. There was a so there there's this thing I watch. It's Dungeons and Dragons related. But there was an episode where um like this guy like went up to this nobody character and was like, Hey, all these bad guys are about to come rushing in here and it's your job to hold them off and I'm giving my power to mm-hmm. you and he casts prestidigitation on his hands and makes his hands glow. And so then they all run away and the one guy's like, I have it and so like then they all come in and mm-hmm. kill the guy immediately because he didn't really have any power. His hands were just glowing. I think it's legitimately going to be like, I really feel like it would be something like that where it's like, 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 um, 
uh, Palpatine gave him some kind of like a like reasoning to think mm-hmm. that he was this powerful, you know, because like every pow- super powerful thing we've seen has come from Kylo. Kylo has been way more powerful than we ever saw Snoke like physically being. I don't know about Snoke, but like, we saw Kylo like freeze the bolt so cool. laser in the air. Like, so cool. Kylo did that. Like nobody yeah. else. Like that wasn't yeah. Snoke. And like, well, but we saw Snoke just get taken down like a little bee well, immediately. See, this is why. This is why. Okay, so I think you're on the right track. I think that it's very likely that Snoke was a false. I think Snoke was just some said, henchman. I'm trying to think of the right word. Uh. uh there's a word, but I don't want to use it because it has bad connotations. I'll tell you afterwards. But he was a smoke and mirrors, basically. Yeah. So I think it's very possible that he was doing exactly what Luke did at the very end and that that was all projection. And that Snoke, he built up this guy because he wanted people to have – he wanted to distract. He wanted everybody to be like, yeah, that Snoke guy is evil. Meanwhile, on the forest moon of Endor in the ruins of the Death Star, he's sitting there like plotting his revenge basically yeah. the whole time. And um and he's using his influence to create Snoke out of nothing. Cause he just shows up one day and they're like, What is who is this guy? I'll tell you about that in a second too. But so it's very likely he's doing that. So then when the lightsaber comes through, he just uses that to kind of be like, okay, you know, hey, they're they're confident now that they killed the big bad guy, but they don't have any idea that I'm still here. I think that's the only way that it makes sense that he is – so he is Snoke, but also he's not yeah. really. I don't think it makes sense that Snoke was real if Palpatine's real because I don't think they would work together. Yeah. Although there's Unless always there's always manipulated two. him into thinking remember that. the sith rule there's always two so unless unless snoke was serving palpatine and then whenever there's another apprentice come into the mix one of these people are going to die so that it gets back to two yeah and so then kylo killed him and now the emperor's going to reach out and be like you need to be my apprentice now because you killed my you killed my apprentice, basically. I don't know. I think it's far more likely that it was all smoke and mirrors, right? And that would be a good way to Do play off The so Last Jedi Kylo, as like, hey, that actually didn't Kylo kind of happen. I don't know. Like, would they know who? They would know who. Are you saying like they know who Palpatine mm-hmm. was? Yeah. So there's um there's a book uh set right after Return of the Jedi. It's actually really good. It's called Bloodline. Um, and it's it's based off of it's from Leia's perspective of all this stuff that's going down. It's not right after; it's a couple years down the road. Mm-hmm. In fact, Ben's already been born. Uh, her and Han are having you know some issues back and forth, just like they always do. Um, but during the course of this book, spoiler alert: if you haven't read it and you're going to stop now, but basically the galaxy finds out she's an influential leader at this point. She's leading the new Republic. Everybody's looking up to her and it leaks out that Vader was her father. And so they lay out everything to the public. So at this point they were kind of keeping it secret. Like it's not going to be good if they end up knowing that Darth Vader was my dad. Like it's not going to be good for us. So they kind of kept it secret. And so everybody knew about Darth Vader and Palpatine, but when they laid this out and said, not only is Darth Vader, her father, but Chancellor Palpatine's from the same planet her mother was from. They're all from Naboo. And so they're seeing all these Palpatine connections. Was from Naboo? Yeah. Remember who's the Chancellor Naboo or the Senator from Naboo in episode one? 
Oh God! When we got to watch the prequels again? Do I watch these movies. We might have to watch the prequels again. I have them on Blu-ray. We should probably watch them sometime. We could make. Fo- we should do a commentary track. We, we got to do a commentary track for all the Star Wars movies. <sighs> I don't yeah. remember him being from. Like I remember yep. that. Like I remember Amidala was from Naboo. Mm-hmm. The reason he was in the I first Natalie movie. Remember Portman being from mm-hmm. Naboo, but I don't remember, remember at the very end. He's like, "Oh, in Young Skywalker, we'll watch your career with great interest." It's because he was a. I, was he a senator? I don't remember the title, but he was. He was an important person on Naboo at the time. He was in the Senate, and then he worked his way up. Hmm. I don't remember his exact title. Uh, Chancellor? Uh, Chancellor? I think it was just Chancellor. But yeah, he was from Naboo. That's why he was there in the first movie. Otherwise, he wouldn't have cared. Um, so not so they laid out like all of that. So basically, kind of bought all the prequel stuff back. And so now everybody's like, we don't trust you because you've kept this from us for so long. And the coolest part. So Ben Solo is out there currently being trained by Luke Skywalker at this time. Guess who else they didn't tell was related? Luke. They didn't tell Ben that Vader was his grandfather. Hmm. He found out through the through the media basically and it doesn't talk a ton about it but at the end of the book it talks about how mad ben was because he's almost a teenager at this point so he's getting up there and he was like very upset that they never told him and that's one of the things that kind of slips him towards the dark side Hmm. and that is right when they start to luke feels it and a couple other people i think leia feels it too they feel a presence out in the um, like in the outer rim, like where nobody is really in space, they're just like there's a dark side presence out there. We don't know who it is or what it is, but it's out there. And through a couple other books, they end up going out there and they find Snoke's capital ship out there. And that's the first time Snoke comes out, and that's right when Kylo starts falling to the dark side. It's cool. They got a lot of stuff built up from before the force awakens and, and it's those good canonical now, or yes no nope, those are canon now yep everything from anything published from the force awakens on is now canon so you can't publish a star wars book without going through lucasfilm and saying you know here's what we want to do here's what we made, like, say. The extended stuff, like, before, yeah all that's legends now yeah, so if you see it, it'll say Star Wars Legends, and that means it's not canon. It's all the older stuff, which there's some good stuff in that too. But like, I'm really enjoying the uh, the lead up to the Force Awakens, and I want to I want to read more about those books. But anyway, I say all that to say that like that dark side presence just all of a sudden showed up. So it could could have been Palpatine projecting that over there and being like, you know, hey, come over here and setting all this stuff up because he loved to set up plans. Mm-hmm. I mean, that's what he did from episode one. He was setting up this grand plan. So he was just doing the same thing from the ruins of a Death Star, I guess. But we'll see. I do think it's going to be pretty simple. I don't think it's going to yeah. be, you know, too convoluted because I have to tie a ribbon around it and explain everything and close it out. So it's not going to be. And J.J. doesn't do complicated, really. He does pretty simple. He likes to set up something that seems really complicated, and then he comes back and just explains it and is like moves on. He's better at setting up a mystery than he is concluding it. But uh, if you ever watched, hope the did you ever watch Fringe? Win. I think that'd be cool. Did you ever watch Fringe? No. Um, that was a TV series that J.J. did. I watched some of it. I never. It's good. Yeah. Yeah, but this it suffered from the same thing. He set up really good mysteries. You're like, who are these guys? What are these things? And then when the, it all played out, it was kind of like, oh, that's it. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I mean, it. He played it out. It's fine. But 
it wasn't like the as cool as you were expecting yeah. it to be. So um, that's kind of what I'm expecting here. But I'm kind of looking forward to like, let's just make a movie, tell the story, finish it out. If you got to make some people happy, make them happy, like whatever. So that way, hopefully, we don't have as much controversy as we did last time, and then we can just end it, and they can start making new stuff. Yeah, let's like let's make unconnected, brand new Star Wars stuff with new people, not connected to the Skywalkers, new ships, new droids, new Wookies, like whatever you know. Um, that's what I'm looking forward to. Yeah, we'll see. Okay, so okay. topic number two. What what time are we at right now? Forty-five minutes, so okay. we have a few minutes. Left. Okay, cool. So it's not going to be the other thing; it's a different. Thing. Oh, right, right. So I am joining, as of today, a new Dungeons and Dragons group. Okay. I'm playing three point five. Okay. Edition. Okay. And I need help creating my character's Ooh. backstory. Ooh. Okay. So I don't have like so I I have the race and the class picked out. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't have like any. Like any like backstory about who this person is. I don't even have a name. Like okay. I just have like so I'm gonna I'm His gonna name's go Dirk. Okay. Good work. Um I'm gonna go with a halfling druid. I've never played a druid before. Ooh, okay. My character that died recently in D and D was a druid. And they didn't tell me this until after I had all these struggles. But they're like, Yeah, man, so druid's like the hardest class to play. And I'm like well, but I think I've. What did you tell? But you're probably better. You yes, you're probably better. They and I they will did say, say for a first timer. I will the hardest. say I will say this is the first time I've played three point five. Yeah. So we'll see. There's really no telling there. Yeah. Um. So you know, I think I'm just gonna. But and a plus, I, I don't know. Like I don't want to. I don't want to disparage you in any way. But like I think I'm so much more no. into it that oh, like so I would learn how like I'd be like like yeah. I'm more interested to learn how to play it. You have to you have to have and plus a this real... group has like eleven people in it. Like I'll be playing with like ten other people. Yeah. So it's gonna it's a big group. So one, yeah. there's a lot of help, and two, like there's a lot of time between like rounds and stuff to figure right. out what I'm gonna be doing, which I yeah. think will help a lot. There something that like Dash told me, and I think is so true, is and it's like this with a lot of things but you get out of it what you put into it yeah and so if you're willing to put in a lot of time a lot of research a lot of work like actual work then you're probably going to have a great time but if you're kind of like me where it's like i don't i don't really it's not that i don't have the time but i don't have the desire to sit on a weekend and like hash things out with my character i i don't mind playing on the night that we play but i don't really have the time or the desire during the week to do that yeah. But if you do, and you you'll make time for it, right? And then yeah. you'll get you'll get it. Like I have no doubt that you'll be like, oh yeah, this is fine. But for me, it's just it's a lot. It's a lot to, it's a lot to remember. It's hard to know what to write down. Uh, the guy that we're playing with, I'm learning now that the way he does things is nothing's really ever a um, just kind of like a one off thing. It's probably going to come back around. And so you probably want to write down what happened. Oh yeah, because he does everything for a reason. Um, and I didn't know that in the beginning. I'm like, well, this doesn't sound like this is gonna matter. So I just there's things that I just didn't write down. And then it basically came up to the point where my character had a quiz about something, and it's like this is stuff I should have remembered, and I just didn't. And I'm like, I'm sorry. I just it, it was funny. It kind of fit with my character though. He didn't. He wouldn't have remembered anyway. But anyway, um, yeah, you get you get out of it what you put into it. 
And so that's my problem is I just don't have the desire to put much more time into it than I already do because then it starts to not be fun for me. It starts to not be a game. It starts to be a job. But I get the appeal. I, I think that there's a lot of people who really like it because of that. And that is why most people like it because it's like I have to put some effort into it and I craft this character and I get to take it on a on a journey and on a story and that's really cool and I I get that part but I don't think I'll ever be as into it because I just am not willing to put the time into it and that's just me being honest yeah so I do have a little bit <laughs> anyway of, yeah. <laughs> um I do have a little bit of what I want to do with the character um so I want it so it's going to be a halfling druid Okay. So I want to have it kind of like like think Samwise. Okay. From Lord of the Rings, mm-hmm. like cause, I mean, like, Samwise like, at the end of well, Lord of the Rings, like when he's a little more brave and or like in the beginning. That I'm not even really sure yet. Like, okay. probably you're talking visual, like visually. No, 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 or... no, no, no. I'm talking like and and not even not even Samwise necessarily like all hobbits like all okay. halflings like have this love of like and like and they explain it in Lord of the Rings like they have this love of things that grow of making the okay. earth you yeah. know nice and like, like Sam's farmers, a gardener yeah. Sam like okay. you know he likes planting flowers and he likes you know cultivating things and growing mm-hmm. things and creating things and I want it to yeah. be so it's not like the character like the character whatever but i want it to be like that where it's like a hobbit that like because druids are usually like elves half elves like hobbit they have druid. this very like haughty yeah. air about them they like right are they are like this they're on you know they're they're on a journey to f- like do all this stuff mm-hmm. and like mm-hmm. i don't want i want it to be more like he's just a gardener like he's yeah. just like he just likes plants like so he kind of just taught himself like some druid craft druid magic you know and he's getting better as he goes but i right. like you know, something along the lines of like, he's not like this, you know, he's just a halfling. Like he's just a, you know, some hobbit that, you know, likes growing things and likes, Mm -hmm. you know, planting and cultivating. Which would make sense because that's what he does. Yeah. And so like, he's just this, you know, and so like he, you know, he found like the druid craft magic to, Mm -hmm. you know, help his plants thrive and grow. And, you know, and so kind of where I want to pick up on the story, like to kind of flesh out his backstory a little bit is about like why, you know, how he ended up, you know, outside of that, like how he right. ended up like with the party, whatever that he's going to be, you know, how he ended mm-hmm. up getting to the place. That's where... always the hardest part. Yeah. yeah. And so, you know, having somebody to kind of. Well, it kind of seems with. like so. So he's already a gardener, already loves this stuff. He stumbles upon a book or whatever and where he starts to learn some of these nature related spells. Right. And maybe he all of a sudden sees like really good success with that. And becomes kind of popular. Nobody knows he's doing magic, but he becomes kind of popular in his his little city, and draws the attention of something or someone that causes him to have to leave leave his city or something like run away from his city. I don't know what that would be because I'm not up on my lore, but like maybe something that senses magic or hunts magic, and so in order to save his city, he has to run from it, and that's how he can kind of. Uh, bump into whoever the group is and what they're currently doing which that part i would leave pretty much to the dm i'd set it up like that where it's like here's why he might be out in the wild somewhere or if you're going to a city he might be in that city or just putting myself in a place where the other people can come and 
interact with them. I'd tell you on here a little more about how they're going to bring my new character in, but I just out of just in case somebody like Dash might listen to this and he really might, I don't want to spoil it for him. So I'll tell you off air. But something like that makes sense to me. So what should his name be? I do kind of like Dirk. Uh, what Dirk. was the name of the guy um, in Lord of the Rings, the other Hobbit guy who had like the long beard, the bomb, bomb Tom Bombadil? Don, Tom Bombadil, yeah. Because wasn't he like a magical gnome or magical uh, something? I mean, he was like a forest. I, I don't know what he was. Yeah. He was like, I think he was probably just a magical human guy. I, don't I think thought he was a it. hobbit, too. I, I don't know. So. Yeah, I don't know. It's been too long since I've read the Let's books. See. What? What are you? What was Tom Bombadil? Uh, character, he first adventures. Goldberry. You want to listen to Tom Bombadil's song? No. Okay. I'll just close that. Tom anyway. Bombadil is a merry fellow. Bright blue his jacket is and his boots are yellow. Was an enigmatic figure that lived throughout the history of Arda. He was known by the elves as Erwain ben Adar, oldest and fatherless, and Sindarian, who dwelt in the valley of the river east of the Shire. So it doesn't really say... The Shire. I guess not. Yeah. I guess I always just thought he was like a ho- a magical hobbit, right? But again, it's been so long since I read the books. Titles Elderist and the First. Interesting. That's freaking cool. I didn't know that. Interesting. Birth unknown before the coming of Melkor. Death unknown, possibly immortal. Nice. Okay, here we go. Uh, race unknown. Nice. Yeah. His race okay. is unknown. He's All right. Male, brown hair, blue eyes. Unknown culture. Okay. I guess I guess like either in the books or there is a deleted scene in the movie with him in that I just assumed the, he was like Hobbit or something. The origin but. and nature of Tom Bombadil are unknown. However, he already existed when the Dark Lord, I guess that's Sauron or there's probably like thousands. Saruman. Of um, yeah. Oh, wow. This is cool. Uh, a quote from Tom Bombadil in The Lord of the Rings. Eldest. That's what I am. Tom remembers the first raindrop and the first acorn. He knew the dark under the stars when it was fearless. Before the Dark Lord came from outside. Jeez. Oh, God. He's That's so cool. cool. <laughs> it's uh, like, my, I love Tom Bombadil <laughs> now. Well, I do. Uh, uh-oh. I think I ruined your quote. Uh-oh. Oh, yeah. How dare you. Well, I'm going to switch it all around probably um, as soon as we're done here. But, but I do love in Riff Tracks when they did the extended edition. Mm-hmm. They're like, uh, when I think it was Bill Corbett was like, the only thing getting me through this is how excited I am to see my favorite character, Tom Bombadil. And then it, <laughs> and then it doesn't. never showed Tom yeah. Bombadil. <laughs> and they're like, uh, Bill, uh, I have some, uh, we have some bad news for you, Bill. Uh, <laughs> I think there is a deleted scene, but it's not like a, in there, the extended. No, there's a I cartoon, thought there was. I think there's a cartoon version that shows Tom Bombadil. Yeah, uh, but like the, I don't. I thought, there, I thought it was in the extended. You would probably know. You've seen those uh, more yeah. than I have. <laughs> for me, like Lord of the Rings is Star Wars for you. Yeah, like, yeah. I've seen. Yeah, I like, hear myself explaining some of the Star Wars stuff, and I'm like, oh my gosh, yeah. what have I? And yeah, I'm not as never, into it like, as I used to be. Even the extended editions don't show. Tom yeah. Um, it, okay. The Hobbit one showed uh, 
Bear Bar or whatever his name was. Just throw my headphones off and storm <laughs> off. <laughs> I can't remember what his, the the guy, the shapeshifter guy in the Hobbit movies. So it was like the bear and then he became yeah. the giant guy. Yeah. Uh, but I don't remember. But it never showed Tom Bombadil. Okay. We'll find I'm wrong. But, uh, okay. So anyway, so um, I think that, yeah. So I want to have it um, where he's just some kind of like rando... Like, he's not, like, a druid. Like, he's not, like, a royal. He's not, right. like, part of some massive yeah. bloodline. He's just a guy that likes planting stuff. And he stumbled upon and this, then, right? Like, yeah, something happened, and he became, like, this, you know, he, you know, I maybe started getting a little bit, yeah, he, like, you know, he, like, he, he started learning, like, this druid, you know, craft, spellcraft, mm-hmm. but then he, like, one day he became not like too powerful but just powerful enough that he caught like the eye yeah like you said yeah. he like caught the eye of somebody that decided that they wanted to you know use that and so like he mm-hmm. ran away he's just like I'm, yeah you know i gotta get out of here to protect my village my family whatever um yeah and so he's like it's time for me to go you know i don't want you know i don't want that to happen and so you know he runs off and you know, while he's on his own, yeah, he's studying the books. Like he mm-hmm. took all the books with him. He studied the books. He learned, you know, more and more powerful spells because he, you know, he knew he would have to defend himself. He would mm-hmm. have to, you know, help where necessary. Um, and so he he used that and just became, you know, a druid. Because I think I will be starting out because yeah. they've already been playing for a while. Oh, so okay. it's not a brain. I I don't think this one's a brand. This one's not a brand new group. Mm-hmm. And so like I'll probably be starting out like level six or seven or something like that so how'd you find the group uh it's a girl from work oh cool yeah that's good on i don't know if it's somebody you knew or if my, you like on my team well so like she's one of the members of it and then there's it's all it's online though oh okay and so it's like through are Discord. you are you doing um roll 20, roll 20? Mm-hmm. yep that's what we do too yeah yeah that's cool um so yeah, it's like I'm I'm really excited about it. Like I I I'm a little nervous because, like I said, I've never played three point five. Um, but I think that I couldn't even begin to tell you what's different about it. I have yeah. no idea, no idea. Again, if I put some time into it, maybe. But <laughs> hopefully, my DM doesn't listen to this. Huh. I'll just trash the whole thing. Just be like, I hate it. I hate it so much. Let's just stop. And then he listens to it. He's like, dude, uh, <laughs> could you just said something? Um, Aaron? <laughs> it's kind of cool because we did have a good, honest conversation a couple weeks ago about it. And like, he, I think he gets where I'm coming from. And part of what I was struggling with was the kind of character that I had. It was kind of hard to RP him. Um, and he ended up being not what I wanted him to be, and it just kind of it totally fell apart. Mm-hmm. Totally fell apart. It was funny. Anyway, so you can scroll through this. This is what the um, this is what the three point five character sheet looks like. It's not filled out yet, but like that's like there's a. I think there might Experience be some extra points. stuff, or maybe there's not from the one you're playing. Maybe that's what Strength, you're using. Strength, Dex, Con, Fortitude. I mean, like so, a lot of yeah, that we don't have like the the layout is very different. yeah. Well, like Fortitude, Reflex, and Will doesn't sound familiar. Oh, it's Constitution, Dexterity, yeah. and Wisdom. Okay, so yeah. Um, I mean, yeah. Yeah, I do like. I do think that playing it on. 
Um, playing it online is nice. Um, I do, I do think that when we, when I was doing it in person with Dash, it was probably a lot more fun yeah. because well, it kept me a little more you engaged. Play a game with me, and you won't. I don't know. Should we do a D and D thing? Or something like we. I have been I'd telling be, you for okay, like listen. three and a half years that we should okay. be doing a D and D. So don't bring thing. that up. No, no, like, no, no, oh listen. yeah, that's just your idea off no, the top no. of your head. Screw you. No, 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 no. Here's what we should do. Done with you. No, we should do. We should do a one off, like the single story kind of thing, where you can just jump in with pre made characters. Yeah. Well, I would make my own character, but you can have a pre made character. But we can do like one that would take maybe just like a couple of weeks, and we like go through it and be done with it. But we could just like we could record it. Because most of it would be audio, right? I mean, we would need more than just us because like, we'd need somebody to like DM it. Well, not if you get those pre-made like campaigns, right? Couldn't you figure it out? No, because like, I, I can't, can't play and run the campaign. Why not? Because like then I know every like all this stuff. Like the whole point is like you don't know. Well, like, I thought I thought they released like one-off campaigns where it's a book. I mean, and they you can do, just but like, go to you page still have one to and have just start to like run the campaign. Like somebody has to like DM the game. Like I can't we just... need an Abed. Yeah. Um. So if you're out there listening to us and you want to run a short, because it's just it's a lot for me. Yeah. It's a lot, and I lose interest like, really they quick. Do have, so. Like they do have one off, like one shot, like you play it in the night. Like it doesn't even mm. have to be weeks. Like, who could we get? We'll think about it. Yeah. I mean. I'm I'm 100 percent sure Dash I, would do it. I but. know a guy at work who's looking for a game to play. Mm-hmm. You can invite him over and be like, "Hey, come play." And then, <laughs> but we'll talk about that. Yeah, I don't know. I do think it'd be cool to record it. I've been telling you that for so long. I know. Okay, like, it's Caleb's idea. There you go. Day one, I was like, "Hey, we should do." This. And then, like, all of a sudden, now I just don't want to get into another. <laughs> two-year-long campaign you know i don't have that in me but you it would be fun like if we could get somebody that wanted to play like ashley wanted to play you could dm it and ashley because i I wanted to try dming and like i could come up with like a small but i love Mm. uh so the the adventure zone that the mackle the mackleroy brothers do mackleboys yeah the mackleboy brothers um the mackleroy brothers do from the hit podcast my brother my brother and me um it's funny because like those characters are like some of the most beloved like D characters by like people all over the world now and two of them were there's three characters total two of them were pre-made characters hmm. and it was really funny like it was like hey you're a like uh, taco justin mcelroy's mm-hmm. character and merle because uh, they had never played before and so travis made his own character because um, just because he had played before, but the mm-hmm. others hadn't, and so like I mean, pre-made characters can be a lot of fun too. Yeah, I tried listening. I tried listening to that. I, will I didn't get say, that far. If you could get past like the first like ten episodes, I know that sounds like a lot, but like one, they're only an hour a piece, so it's not like normal D and D games where it's like that long. I listened to four hour podcasts, so it's yeah. not it's not about the time. I will <laughs> say the story does not go where you think it's going. Mm-hmm. Like it gets really 
weird like because like they end up going to like a moon base <laughs> that's awesome like <laughs> and so like the whole so i don't want to i don't want to i'm not going to spoil anything but i want to tell you a little bit about it because I, I think that you think it was interesting so like he used so griffin mackerel used because he had never dm'd before mm-hmm. so yeah he went and bought one of the modules which mm-hmm. was the uh the lost minds of Fandelver, something like that, um, and kind of used that to create like the jumping off point for a story mm-hmm. that he then ended up creating. Um, it's, yeah. I just want to make sure it was still recording, but um, and so, but what it ended up being is like after, so like he ran the Lost Minds of Fandelver, which is like mm-hmm. the first part, and uh, but like he, so after that, like the story becomes so like after they do that, like so they go through the mine and they get to. Clark and they fight Clark, Clark. And, uh who's a big giant bugbear guy and um they you know and so then they they get to the mine and like there's a guy there there's a dwarf they like their whole point is like they had this dwarf that they were meeting to like go cave diving or whatever mm-hmm. it was a weird thing um they were helping him like transport a cart the cart got hijacked they found the guy they went back on what they were doing. So they get to the mine and they go into, and he's like, okay, so inside this mine, uh, basically what happened is years ago, my my father um, like had to lock himself. Like there was, a, there was an orc horde coming to kill like our entire family. And so he, to protect, you know, the, our, you know, his family, he locked himself inside this vault with like all of the riches that like our family possessed. So like beyond this door, there's like, there's like gold. billions and billions of dollars worth of gold, like all kinds of stuff. So they, you know, so they finally get inside and it's just empty oh. and it's like black and it's this weird, like kind of black glass everywhere mm-hmm. and they can't figure out what's going on. And the only thing in the room is the, like a, a, a corpse, like in the middle of the room with a gauntlet on it. Ooh. Yeah. And so, you know, so he's like all ticked off. He can't figure out what's going on. Um, so he takes the gauntlet off because he's like, this is all that's left. This is my birthright. And he puts it on. And then all of a sudden is like enveloped in fire. Um, and so, but like, he's like alive. Like it's not, you know, it hurts, but it's like, right. So he becomes like super powerful. So anyway, like all this stuff happens. Um, the whole like Fandolin gets destroyed, mm-hmm. you know, and all this stuff happens. So basically what happened is they then are found by this person who takes them to, um the so they get the gauntlet because they kill the guy they take the gauntlet um and they go to like this moon base where they're told (laughs) that like there's a group of people called the bureau of balance that go about and find artifacts like these that Mm -hmm. are way too powerful for people to to have and to use and so like they have like they have um regulators reclaimers and uh something else but like the the regulators or no the regulators are the people so there's the reclaimers regulators and then there's um researchers something like that like the people that find the objects Mm -hmm. the people the reclaimers are the people that go and get the objects and then Mm -hmm. there's the regulators who like if the reclaimers go and get the objects and then try to use the objects the regulators go and like kill the reclaimers so it's a whole big thing and so like Hmm. each like 10 like 10 episodes are entirely different stories of them uh, like going to get a new object okay okay and so like and so the hmm. first part does start out like the first like 10 episodes hmm. are like a real like a like a, just an old module but then like he actually they make and, it like, their own the thing. way like because okay. you don't know what's coming because it wasn't a module that was written 
And so it gets. So theoretically, could I skip the first ten and just get to the point where they get to the moon base and then they explain all that from there, or should I? Just I would power start at like nine or ten episode, okay. like nine or ten, like like listen to like the last two episodes okay. of the first arc because like that's okay. when they get to the right. cave, like they you know they have their characters pretty fleshed out. But okay. yeah, I mean you could skip past the first little bit of it. I mean that's funny, like the yeah. first few episodes because they're just getting into it and they have no idea what they're doing, and yeah. so like. Yeah. You know, shenanigans <laughs> happen, but That's you know, cool. and so it is really cool. And then, like, the end of it is like nothing. I like, like, I literally, like, I legitimately cried. And like, mm-hmm. I was sitting in my bed at like one o'clock in the morning, like when I first listened to it, like freaking out. Like, mm-hmm. it legitimately, like, the end of the story is like they had known. Oh, I don't want to tell you, but like, yeah, don't tell me because I it's it actually is sounding more interesting, and yeah. I might I might give it a shot and again. So yeah, it it was legitimately like you know, some of the best storytelling I've ever D- heard in my life. D and D's weird, man. I don't to the to the point where like I think one of these episodes I will tell you the entire story of of Stone Masher because it's weird, and I think. It's so weird. I almost to a point get why back in like the seventies, some people were kind of concerned about D and D because know the story of that. Hang on, but it it seems on the surface that things are happening that you're like, how did that happen? But I think it's mostly psychological. I think it's. I think I really think that the character you create. I think you created it for a reason and I think it's subconscious and then I think you play this thing out and you have I feel like you have a revelation at the end of it and I have a whole the whole stone master thing is honestly kind of scary the way that it all played out and I do I think that would make a great podcast to go through that entire thing. We should just um, become a strictly D&D podcast. Now. It's it's one of the things that does make me interested in it still cuz I'm like oh if I take this more like from a psychological aspect it's kind of in a weird way helping people work out their issues and their fears and their well, concerns yeah, and a lot like i think it's there's weird. a lot to be said like i mean I, I, and i'm no therapist but i i imagine that that's like a lot that they like especially for like children like you hear about like like play therapy all that kind of stuff right it, it just allows you to play out you know, yeah, like I, I, I strongly agree with that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't even know the story, but like, I know that, yeah. like, like any, like the times that I've played Dungeons and Dragons, it's like you, you're using that as an outlet for, mm-hmm. you know, yeah, like stuff that you're dealing with that you can right. kind of put out there in this fanciful, fantastical mm-hmm. way, but that it still lets you like work through, you know, right. And I think that it comes yeah. down to like, like just having the ability to like sit down and talk to somebody about stuff that you're dealing with right. is like the same thing. in a way that you're not even yeah talk- yeah. yeah yeah. And I yeah. think it's I think it's a lot like that. I think that it comes down to like you can sit there and like share that way, or you can sit there and like play a game and like you have this storytelling aspect. Mm-hmm. And so it's not about your problems, but it allows you to be like yeah. like I mean like a lot of like what I watch with like um critical role and stuff a lot of that was like well am i good enough and i know mm-hmm. like everybody's thought mm-hmm. that 
at one yeah, point it's a or another. Basic, like that's a common yeah. thing to think. And so yeah. like you're like, well, like what it like yeah. what is what would my character do? And it's like you are your character. Like you're playing right. your character. Right. And right. so like what your character would do is what you think of it to do, which is right. what you're thinking it to yeah. do is because you're going through the same thing. Yeah. And so yeah, I think it's a just, lot of it a lot I think I'm gonna write the whole thing up because I think it's a good story and I'll probably get my DM to kind of hey, can you add some it. details here? Mm-hmm. Because there's a lot of details he remembers I don't. But it was basically, without spoiling too much of it, almost all of my insecurities as a person came through this character. Like, literally, without even trying, all of a sudden, it was like, it was this front that I put up that he was this stoic, like, druid guy who was, he was like Drax from Guardians of the Galaxy, where he didn't quite get jokes, and, you know, he would crack a joke without really knowing he was joking around, and it was a way for me to kind of put up like a I don't have to get too close to these other guys because I didn't really know all of them any of them but Dash really I mean I knew Michael a little bit but like it was a way for me to put up a wall to where I didn't have to like really get to know them that well because I could always retreat back to the character but it breaks down yeah. like so quick and then all of a sudden you're like you're sitting there on a stream with 20 other guy? people sobbing into your bed sheets and you have to figure out there, there is one moment that you will <laughs> I'll tell you the story I bet you'll cry I bet you will, because uh, like Michael's it. good at it. Like he he really like he takes things that naturally happen without him planning, and then he weaves it in. And it was like I he messaged me on Discord like a certain thing that I found out, and I was like, "Woof!" Like I, dude, I was like, "You just made me cry." I, I I'll put the whole thing together because I think it's, and then I'm really interested to see where the new character goes yeah. because I'm gonna try to be a little bit more. It's a little bit more modeled after myself. Where it's like, so it's not going to be so much like role playing for me. It's going to be more like, what would I do? Okay, this. And we really think that that's probably going to work a lot better than me trying to force the other thing. So I, yeah, I think we'll do, we'll definitely do another, we'll do another podcast about that sometime. It'll be fun. Star Wars and D&D. You should do a D&D. We are adults. I mean, I do think it'd be an interesting little series on the podcast. And if we love it and other people love it, we could keep doing it, but... Um, I think well, it makes sense how, to do like one off. Well, it's funny speaking of the adventure zone. That's how that started. Like they did one episode as like the because they do the Max Fun Drive. And right, I think they right. did one episode on my brother, and my brother, and me of mm-hmm. them playing Dungeons and Dragons, and people were just like, "Keep going, Keep going. yeah." And yeah. so they did, and it became like now it's. Now I mean, it would have to be people would have to listen to us. Another first thing that's nice that about the balance arc is that they're done with it. Mm-hmm. So like, I mean, okay. and so like they started a new. Are like a new, a new story, story with different characters and stuff. Oh, okay. And it's not even Dungeons and Dragons anymore. So yeah. if you don't, like, if you're like, I don't really care about Dungeons and Dragons, the new one is like a monster of the week. It's got a very, like, oh, yeah, yeah. supernatural kind of feel to it. That's cool. Um, yeah. And so it's like they have these characters where they go out and, like, hunt down different monsters. And, mm-hmm. and so each kind of arc is them fighting these monsters and so it's not D rules it's an entirely different like platform so it's not as complicated so mm-hmm. if you're if, you know, if you're not in dungeons and dragons there's that also so. okay cool all right well i think we're good so, yeah, probably our longest episode probably. yet <laughs> just mean, about i don't know if it's our longest episode yet but it's up there yeah it's getting there so from this one we decided we want to try to do something D related yeah um, and the then time. also we need to record a uh, commentary track for Star Wars. Star Wars, starting with like episode one. Do we have that today? Do we have time to do it today? Probably not. No. Um, the problem too is like I tomorrow? get concerned. Tomorrow afternoon. I get concerned about how long this runs. 
it should be able to run for two hours, but I guess I get concerned about losing it. It stops, it stops. I mean, yeah. it'd still be fun to well, do. Well, no, the problem is, is that when it airs out, I lose everything. Like, so we would have lost everything we did for that. I don't know. But I mean, we won't can, know until we try, so. I mean, I could bring my snowball and we could just like set it up on the table. Well, could record on a laptop or something. I mean, we could set it up like right here, watch it on this TV, put the, we'll, we'll figure something like out. If we do the snowball and then have the TV on, the snowball's going to pick up the oh, TV yeah. sound like really yeah. loud. Yeah. Having these mics would be nice because you don't get as much background noise. Yeah. Um, and then that way too, we could still publish it and people could watch yeah. it, listen to it as they watch the movie. But so we would need to. That would be good. Find a way to do that. Not looking forward to getting to episode two, but... Uh, well, and do you have a USB condenser mic? I don't. No. I mean, well, like technically I have that gray one. I don't have it out. It's in my closet. Because I um, have a USB condenser mic too, so I could bring that. We could just plug both in. Just plug both into the computer. Into a computer. Uh, uh, yeah. If you have the mic, you can just use these stands because I think well, I don't on my other mic might not fit into yeah, this. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, actually I have, I have another one of these arms that my other mic is hooked to for when I use it for the computer. Yeah. So and I have like, mine's all on a stand. Already, oh, it's on a so stand already. Yeah. We can figure that out. Um, cause I might, yeah, I just hook it into the computer and just hit record and that would probably go a little bit longer. Okay. Yeah. We'll figure that out. That'd be good. Awesome. Bye. All right. Bye. You hit the, just hit the stop button. I think you actually or hit the record button again. No. No stop. Yeah, hit stop. We're double recording.